So I wasn't overweight like like a lot of you guys uh, were or are. I was still perfectly fine the way I was. However, I wasn't as good as I could have been. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight-up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss in Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. And in today's episode, we're going to go over five things I've noticed since losing 20 pounds. Five things I've noticed. I should, I wanted to say five things I've noticed since being at 13% body fat, because it really matters how much body fat you have on you as opposed to the actual weight. I mean, the weight does matter, of course, but I didn't know. And then I wanted to call it like uh, five uh, uh, non-scale victories, victories or five unusual things. You know what? They might not be unusual. They might be, I don't know. They're just five things I've noticed since losing 20 pounds. Now, let's address the elephant in the room right away. Christy, you were 20 pounds overweight? Yes and no. I wasn't overweight in the fact that it was causing me problems. I'm passing all five metabolic markers. I am at goal weight. I have separation and striation through my muscles. I have six-pack abs. So I wasn't overweight like well, like a lot of you guys uh, were or are, I was still perfectly fine the way I was. However, I wasn't as good as I could have been. And it was just that 1%, you know, it was, it was just making good great. Uh, I was fine the way I was. Um, I, I'm qualified to lead this revolution, the Code Red Revolution. I am qualified to lead... You know, people into weight loss and good health and changing their lifestyle. But was I at my optimal peak performance? Was I as good as I could have been? No, no. Now, when Eric told me, well, let me back up. Do you guys, know, do you guys even know why I'm doing this? Uh, back in um, August of 2020. No, no, wrong, wrong year. <laughs> back in August of 2022, I needed to start this whole podcast back over, but <laughs> I'm going to keep going. <laughs> In August of 2022, I decided to make a comeback into bodybuilding competition. Now I have, I competed 20 years ago. I competed in 2002 in Tennessee in three NPC competitions. That was 20 years ago. I'm 46 right now. And I decided, hey, you know what? Society says I can't do it. Society says I'm washed up. I'm too old that I can't make a comeback. And I decided to prove to myself that I could make a comeback. It was only until after I made that decision did the documentary opportunity happen. Um, the, the one that's going to be appearing on the streaming, the major streaming platforms on the planet. Um, as of right now, as I'm recording this right now, I don't have all the details of the release date, uh, but I know it's going to be second quarter 2023. 
when I made that decision, I contacted my buddy, Chris Gethin. I asked him if he would coach me for my transformation back into to competitive uh, bodybuilding. And he said he doesn't have the time and he doesn't, uh, he, he, he doesn't have the expertise to take somebody to that level, which I know that sounds like he's putting me off because we all know Chris Gethin does, but he does not specialize in women. We have worked together, he and I, before. Um, back in 2020 on um, when I lost a bunch of weight back then um, just for a photo shoot, just to kind of lock down had just happened. And I, I needed something really aggressive to focus on. So I did. But um, and so it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a matter of working together. He just doesn't like transforming women. It's just not what he likes. He prefers to transform men. So he introduced me to Eric Cafferty, the owner of the Mecca gym in uh, off of Eagle and Fairview in Boise. Uh, and, uh, that's how we started our relationship. Then of course I heard from generation iron, which is a film making company with ties to the major streaming platforms. And they have, I think over 25 films under their belt. And they said, we want to film your bodybuilding comeback to stage. We think it'd make a great documentary. They're calling it Christy code red. And that's where we are now. I have been working with Eric as of right now for four and a half months, and I have 13 weeks. I have 14 weeks left until my competition. So let me give you my stats. Starting weight, 164. Starting body fat, 26.6%. Um, and I'm just, that is over where we want to see our women. We want to see our women at or below 25% body fat. When people come into my maintenance program, we want that number at or below 25% for optimal health. You know, your knees, your back, your organs, uh, visceral fat, that kind of thing. We want to see that waist circumference under at or under 33 inches. I think mine was right at 33 inches. I had let my waist get up a little high. Now, um, in true transparency, like I always am with you, why did I let my weight get so high? Why did I let my waist measurement get so high? I had let a few of the rules slip, like so many people do. Um, I stopped working out. I had, you know, I had lost Vinny. Um, I, um, I had been through a divorce in 2021. I, I was living on my own. You know, I had bought two houses within one week. Like a lot of things happened and I kind of lost sight of what I really loved, which was bodybuilding. I loved, I, I loved running and I, I wasn't running cause I didn't have a dog to help push me. I mean, I have Hazel, my eight month old Belgian Malinois, um, and I can't get away with not running. I have to run every single morning. And so a dog does make you when you have a high energy, extremely athletic, very high energy dog like me. And most of you do have dogs listening to me right now. You need to get them out and exercise them. And some of you guys have bird dogs like, um, a German short hair pointer, or some of you guys have, uh, uh, Weimariners and those dogs need a lot of exercise. Um, some of you have German shepherds, some of you have labs. Yes, they can run with you. Your golden retriever can run with you, get them out, get them running. Don't just let them out in the backyard. So without having a dog to kind of keep me on track, I just kind of, I did too many breakfasts at Elmer's and too many nights with popcorn. Um, and I wasn't, and I was fully aware I just didn't really care. I think, remember that podcast we did called Taking a Break from Caring? And I knew that I was still fine as far as the way I looked, the way I presented myself, my health was still good. 
but I just wasn't living my true best self. And that bothered me. So I made the decision and we started filming August 18th of 2022. And we've been filming. I um, mean, it'll be, I think, nine months of filming before the film comes out. So fast forward, I, I meet Eric. He immediately starts me on the program. I think I started on my program um, the first week of September. And I start, I mean, like I was undertrained. My diet wasn't as cleaned up as it should have been. And I start in. And I am now, I went from 26.6% body fat. I am down to 13.5% body fat right now. I went from, and here's a picture of me right now so you can see what this looks like. 13.5% body fat and 144 pounds. I don't ever remember being 144 pounds in my life. I do not remember that. I remember at one point being 145 when I first moved to New York, and that was because I was sleeping on the basement of my gym in the laundry room. I had no house. I had no money. I had nowhere to stay. I was broke, so I wasn't eating, so I lost weight doing that, but not because of anything good. I definitely wasn't healthy. Uh, it was the wrong kind of weight loss. It was massive stress. It was worry. It was not being able to try to not be able to find my own place to live. It was just really, uh, really difficult. And I remember fighting at Madison Square Garden at 149. But that, again, was just an unhealthy weight for me because I was vegan at the time, which I, I absolutely 100 percent against being vegan. Uh, I was not healthy. I was starving on a cellular level. I was exhausted all the time. I am absolutely not in favor of those of you who are vegan. I'm sorry. I don't mean to offend you. I just know I knew I was for an entire year. I was vegan and I was extremely unhealthy. I lost that fight at Madison Square Garden and I was 149, but I don't ever remember being 144 and I don't, and I don't ever, I've never been 13.5% body fat. Never. That's extremely low for a woman. Again, we want a healthy body fat for a woman to be at or under 25%. Very rare does somebody get down into the teens, a woman, a regular woman. Now, these athletes can get down this low. Uh, the problem with getting down into single digits as a, a woman is you do become what's called amenorrhea. Um, it's be when you lose your period. And so it's not advised that you get down this low. Now I'll, I will be losing another 10 pounds or so by the time I get on stage and I'll be down probably around 8% body fat. And so it's going to be really, really, really low, but that's very temporary. That's just for the stage. That's just in the last two, three weeks of competition where I'll really drop the last little bit of the body fat. So you can see all the striations, all the separations, all the different muscle groups. And then I'm going to be dried out, dehydrated. It's extremely unhealthy. I do not think people should do it at all. But for right now, um, I am sitting where I'm sitting and I feel really good. And here are five things I've noticed since losing 20 pounds. Number one, <laughs> maybe not a big surprise to you. I've got them right here in my notes in case I get lost. Let me get a drink of coffee. Number one, I'm cold all the time. I am. Who can relate to me? Who can relate to me? All those you guys have lost a lot of body fat. I'm I'm cold all the time. I wake I I sleep cold. I wake up cold. I go to sleep cold. I'm sleeping with sleeping socks on. Uh, I am 
always getting in the bathtub. Every single night I'm sitting in the sauna at my, uh, I live at the top of the Grove Hotel and we have a beautiful gym on the fifth floor and it has one of the best saunas in Boise at 200 and between 211 and 212 degrees Fahrenheit. And I have been sitting in that every single night for almost 30 minutes. I've been, I do between 25 and 30 minutes because I'm just so stinking cold. I'm cold all the time. Um, and I've been taking baths. I have a nice big deep soaking bath in my, um, here in my condo. I've been taking baths. I take baths at my cabin. At the cabin, it's even colder there and I just can't seem to stay warm. I am so lean that I just, am having a hard time staying warm. I said this to Eric just a couple of days ago. I said, I'm cold all the time. And he said, that's the one thing I do not like about getting lean. Um, he recently went elk hunting and uh, he, a couple, couple months ago during elk season and before, and he, he is a very lean guy. He stays lean all year round. He's really good at keeping his weight down. His wife, Casey, both of them compete and they're just excellent people. And he's in his early thirties. And uh, before that hunt, he was going to be going up into God's country where it's extremely cold and he was going to be up there for a, at least a week. And he was piling on body fat leading. He said, I was eating anything and everything I could just to try to gain more body fat before going into that hunt because I knew I'd be hiking, uh, you know, uh, 6,000, three to 6,000 feet a day hiking on foot up into elk hunting elk country. Any of you guys listening who have ever done any elk hunting, I've done elk hunting. You have got to hike up some steep terrain to find the elk. It is not easy to elk hunt. So uh, he got, he was trying to pack on the body fat just so he could stay warm while he was elk hunting. Cause it is so hard to stay warm when you get ultra lean. I don't think I'm ultra lean, but I think to definitely to the average woman, I am ultra lean. Um, and if you look at charts, if you compare, what I look like now to the, I mean, to the, you know, if you look on the charts and you look at the average person, very, very lean, I won't, I'm not as lean as I will be, but I'm, I'm getting down there pretty darn good. Number two, the numbers, the second thing I've noticed is losing 20 pounds and 13% body fat. I've lost 13. I'm at 13 is my face is a lot thinner. So I don't wear makeup as often. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, I'm wearing makeup right now, clearly. I love makeup. You guys know I have a makeup channel on on Instagram called Makeup Muscles and Mutts, my three favorite things. And I do makeup tutorials on there. Um, and I I love makeup. But because my face is so much leaner, I don't, I have more definition in my face. And I just noticed that it's more chiseled and I don't wear makeup as often because I like the way it looks. And I don't, I just, I have no problem not wearing makeup. I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. I have my brows are tattooed on. I have no acne. I, I have, you know, good, even skin tone. I don't have any rosacea or eczema or anything wrong with my face. So I'm, I'm not self-conscious of it. I don't have any visible scars. I'm not saying those things are bad. It's just that there's nothing about my face that I dislike ever since, you know, my nose came off my face when I fought back in 2005 in Beijing, I had to have it surgically put back on and straightened. Ever since then, I like my face. My nose used to be out to here. It was all puffy and bashed in like Rocky Marciano. And so ever since then, I've noticed that ever since losing 20 pounds and 13% body fat, I have this much leaner face and I just like the way it's chiseled, kind of like I contoured it. 
And I, that's a side effect of this program that I'm on, this transformation that I'm in that I just never expected to see. I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe that. All right. Number three, I can fit into anything I want. I can wear absolutely anything I want, not any size I want, but any piece of clothing that I want, any shape, any color, any anything. My body is now proportioned the way it should be. Normally, my hips are my my hips are my thighs and my rear end much bigger than the rest of me. Thank you, Grandma Terhurst. I get that from my dad's side of the family. All of my aunts are uh, all of my aunts. My dad on my dad's side uh, are very big, big booty Judy's. All all of them are. And every single member of my uh, my dad's side of the family, they ha- they are obese, a hundred pounds or more. Um, not my dad, but um, and not one of my aunts, but the rest of them are a hundred pounds or more overweight. Obesity it really runs in our family, and we tend to collect it from the belly button down, us Terhurst women. And now, I don't have my rear end and my lower half is not bigger than my upper half. I have grown out my shoulders and I have nice bowling ball muscular shoulders to where it's more proportioned and I don't have to dress for my body type anymore. I can put on anything at any point and it looks good. And I hope this doesn't sound braggadocious. I, I, I should have thought of that before I started this, but I mean, whatever, here it is. I don't know. Hate it, rate and review it. If you hate it, then tell me you hate it. Crying out loud. Let me know. Like Christy, this was awful. It didn't come off right. I hope you can see my heart. I hope you can hear my heart and you can see that I don't mean it to be disrespectful or braggadocious or, or arrogant. I just, I've never been able to do that before. I always have to size things differently. I always have to worry that it's not going to fit over my hips. I always have to worry that my thighs are going to be too big for that outfit. You know, I always used to say, well, I'm just a big bone girl. Well, that was baloney. I was a fat athlete. You know, oh, I just got big thighs. So I make a great cyclist. You know, us girls that have thick thighs, we're just stronger women. None of that was true. That was me just making excuses for my lower half having way too much body fat on it. And I didn't know what I know now because I couldn't have imagined 20 pounds lighter. I'm, I could imagine maybe 10. I couldn't have imagined 20. But now that I'm here, it's so amazing. And I'll get to that next. But I, I, it's just, it's awesome. I can wear any style of clothing I want. I never, never, never worry about what it's going to look like. Before, when you are when you are big booty Judy like me, you tend to stick with things that have an on Pierre waist, like a peplum top that tapers in right here at your waist, and then it flares out with a nice kind of a bottom, like a skirt, um, a skirt that's the bottom half of the shirt flares out, so it hides your lower tummy and your hips. I don't have to wear peplums anymore. I don't have to always worry about what if something's going to fit down there, even if it fits up here. Jumpsuits, for example, a jumpsuit is a one as a one piece. And when I would step into a jumpsuit, it'd be tight on my thighs and my butt and my hips, but it'd be loose on top. Well, that was my life for so many years before I went through this transformation. Um, and again, I'm not done. I'm still 13, 14, I'm still 14 weeks out, but I am the, I mean, I'm two thirds of the way done. I only have 10 more pounds to go. Um, So being able to wear anything I want is a remarkable feeling. I never, never, never think about it. I never worry about it. I'm wearing a size six across the board, a size medium, small top. I've never been that small before, but yet I have muscles everywhere. 
So it's like I'm not um, scrawny. I'm not a, a skinny, scrawny chick, a stick figure. I just I don't have the body fat that I once had. I have lost that body fat, especially on my lower half. And it takes the worry out of shopping. It takes the anxiety or the angst or the I, I don't have to worry anymore when I step into a store. If I like it, I get it. If I like it, I try it on. I don't worry anymore about something not fitting right because I can fit into anything I want. It's a remarkable, it's a remarkable feeling. Oh my gosh. It feels really good. All right. Number four, I feel so good. And I always thought I felt good before. And I did feel good before. I didn't feel bad before. But I feel so, so, so good now. Um, the, the, the regimen that Eric has me on is extremely aggressive. Um, this is just like professional athlete kind of level stuff that I used to do when I was fighting. It was, it's very, very intense. Uh, and I don't want to hide that fact. Um, you know, one of my mentors one time said, I don't have eight hours a day to work out like you. Well, I don't work out eight hours a day. (laughs) Nobody does. Maybe Michael Phelps when he was, when he was competing but I don't work out eight hours a day. I do work out three hours a day. I do. Um, and that's a lot. That's a lot for somebody. I own my own company. I own code red. I can make my own hours. I don't have any kids. I don't have a husband. I have just one dog and I incorporate her into every area of my life so that I don't have to be away from her. And I make it work. I find a way to make it work. When I travel, I'm traveling. I mean, I'm doing three trips in one month, three like big trips in one month. Uh, were there four plus days long and I am finding a way to make it work. And so I, I'm just, I'm just doing it. I just wake up earlier. I go to bed earlier. If I have to, I find a way to make it work and I feel so good. I have energy. I'm happy. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I, so I, 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 when I'm running, I'm not heavy and slow and sluggish when I'm running. I'm light and lean and agile. My run times are respectable. Um, I, I can, I can really, I can really hang my hat on how I feel. Like I really am proud. When I walk into a bodybuilding gym, I don't cower down. I never really did, but I don't, I don't, I'm not intimidated because I can put up almost as much weight as everybody else. I can hold my own in there. And I love that. I truly love the way that I feel. Um, and I don't want to feel any different. I definitely don't want to go back. And believe me, that's a different podcast for a different day that I don't ever want to go back to where I was before. I don't want to go back to feeling that way before because you forget how good it feels. Remember that podcast we did, Forgetting How Good It Feels? You forget how good you feel right now. And I don't want to forget how good this feels right now. I don't want to go back. 260 pounds or even 150 pounds. I want to go back. I want to stay in the 140s and I want to feel this good every day of the rest of my life. I'm 46 now and I'm not 26 and I don't have like as much years, as many years as some of you guys do. And I want to make them count. And I really, really feel amazing. Absolutely amazing. I'm strong. I'm fast. I'm light. I feel really good. And the fifth of And final one, I truly love myself. Probably for the first time 
Well, definitely since my fighting days, there were, there were blips here or there where I got my weight down really low and I was in really good shape, but it didn't last. And I never really, I mean, my love for myself has always been attached to, um, you know, the number of the scale or how my clothes fit. Um, you know, and that, that's probably, I'm probably screwed up, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I need, I need to, you know, um, do, maybe I need to rewatch what's eating you and, or loving the new you. I need to rewatch those, take, retake those courses that we have available to you. But I have, I, I love myself for other reasons, but I truly can tell you that I look in the mirror. Of course, I love the way I look. I love not just the way I look, but my dedication, my commitment, my follow through, my consistency. When nobody's watching, which most of the time nobody's watching. In fact, nobody lives here. I mean, Eric, I do daily check-ins with him, but he's going up. He's going by what I say, you know, he's trusting me. So nobody can see what I'm doing. And yet I'm still doing it. And that's why I love myself, not just because the way I look, I do love the way I look, but I love the way that I have stayed so committed to this program and the way that I have, I have trained so hard in the, in the uh, wee early morning hours when nobody was there. And I have an access card to my gym that lets me in 24 hours a day. And I go in there at sometimes three in the morning, three 30 in the morning, and I'm training because that's the only time that I can do it. I'm out here running at 4.30 a.m. with Hazel, and I want to take a shortcut through the Chick-fil-A parking lot and get on back to the condo, and I don't. I say, no, no shortcuts, because that's what wins contests. That's what wins. What, what, that's what gets you on the podium on stage, is not shortcutting the runs, not leaving before you're done with your sets and your reps, not shortchanging your workouts. And I haven't. I haven't shortchanged my workouts. I've been busting my butt from day one and it's all paying off. And that's why I can say that I truly love myself because I've stayed so committed and it has caused everything else in my life to level up. It's not just the way I look. It's not just the size in the, on the tag. It's not just the way that um, my clothes fit. So loose is not just being able to give away or sell my clothes. And, um, you know, that's, that's, that's one part of it. And I, and I, like I said, I mean, that was my number four. I feel so good. I do feel good, but loving myself is all encompassing. It, it taking control of my life like this has spilled out into every area. I don't give in to every single whim. I don't say, Oh, I want popcorn and I just go get it because nobody's watching. I say, I want to compete and I want to do a good job and I want to be my best. And that's what's pushing me forward. And I like that about myself. I'm just not letting myself off the hook. You're probably thinking, well, Christy, have you always been that way? Yes and no. I have when it mattered, but uh, when I didn't, when it didn't really matter as much, I let myself off the hook sometimes like you guys do. And I don't like that because that's not a person of excellence. And I want to be a person of excellence in everything I do. And I wasn't, I can't say that I, I can't say that I was in every area of my life. Maybe nobody really is, but I'd like to believe that I can be, I'd like to believe that this, and I do believe that this transformation that I'm going through has helped me become a person of excellence in every single area of my life. I can tell you because I feel so good. I, and, and because I have so much confidence, I treat people nicer. I treat strangers nicer. I never treated them bad, but I 
would treat them nicer. I have a lot more grace with people. I, um, I'm a lot more patient because I feel good because my brain is not fighting off sugar because I am not sleep deprived because I'm well hydrated. I feel good. And therefore my attitude and my mood are more stable. So it is all connected, but it has caused every area of my life to level up. I don't want to go back. I want to continue down this path. I want to stay right around 145 pounds and 13% body fat sounds good for me. As long as I keep getting my period on a regular basis, uh, then I, then it's fine. I'm not going to be having children. Uh, and I'm not within childbearing. I mean, I guess I am technically since I haven't gone through menopause, I'm within childbearing years, but I don't care. Like it's not a, it's, not a big deal for me. You know, if you're, by the way, okay. So Christy, why are you saying that? Because if you're wanting to get pregnant, you don't want to drop your body fat too low. Let me just put it that way. So I don't want to get pregnant. So I could keep my body fat a little lower than the average woman. I like this. I love, I get up in the morning, I look in the mirror and I smile at myself. So the energy, the strength, the aesthetics, the way my clothes fit, it causes everything to level up and it causes me just to be an overall happier person. I feel so good. And I can honestly say, I truly love myself. I love the person that I am. And that's a surprising side effect of losing this 20 pounds. And it's, it's the way that I've taken my life back is really, uh, has been so good for me to do again. Um, because we all get a little lazy. Sometimes we all, we if we forget how good it feels, we all take a break from caring. Some people take a break from caring and they gain a hundred pounds. Some people take a break from caring and they gain four pounds. Everybody has a different level of taking a break from caring. You're taking a break from caring could be one meal that you go off the rails and you don't care. It could be two years of not giving an F that it could be that I don't know, but I truly love myself. So I, I hope you enjoyed my top five. Uh, what did I call this podcast? Top five things, um, changes I've noticed or whatever the heck I called it. Top five changes I've noticed since losing 20 pounds and 13% body fat. I can't wait to see what's going to happen in 2023. I can't wait to see what's going to happen with this competition. What's going to happen with the documentary, how people are going to hear the message of hope and healing and how they're going to discover that you can do this without shakes, pills, diet foods, or exercise that you don't have to be on social media, that you can come and join our community in our app that's private and it's free from algorithms and ads and, uh, you know, censorship. We can, you can, you can, there is an easier way that you can take your life back and you can feel everything that I'm feeling. You can feel this sense of freedom and control that I am feeling. Uh, and I, I love it. I love the person that I am and I'm really wanting this for you. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you on the next one. Thank you, everybody. Hey, I'm Christy Code Red, and thank you for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you want to stay connected to other rebels like you, join us in our private network. Our Code Red app is a one-stop shop, free from ads, algorithms, and censorship, and a place where you can see, listen, and watch everything Code Red. You'll be encouraged, motivated, and fired up to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Get recipe ideas, tips, tricks, and help from coaches, mentors, and other rebels. 
You can also purchase products, programs, and coaching all right there in one place. And if you have any trouble navigating the app, we're right there to help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP to join for free. And I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.